0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to These Knuckles. Uh, invading Dude. again Knuckle Up <laughs> Media's airspace because, well, we're part of Knuckle ooh, Up, either, so ooh. we're here on Mondays. For you are BKFC views. Uh, invading again, and Knuckles, I can hear uh, your voices. Yeah, who's got the uh, who's got the video on their Facebook? One of them, though. I think we're good.
1: <laughs> Damn
0: uh, anyway, so. We just got back from BKFC 17. This was Woo! my first experience there, and goddamn, was it a good fucking experience? I didn't get to go. I wasn't um, invited. I mean, even if I wasn't in the uh, hi, mom, even if I wasn't there with media passes, man, these guys, uh, <laughs> the shows are incredible. Like Phil was telling mm-hmm. you before, um, if you're on the floor, all the fighters that are either fighting there uh, at that time or that are just there to watch the fights. They're walking around all over the place. So you're, you're able to have conversations. These guys are so down to earth. None of them, none of them are conceited or stuck up and won't talk to you. They're all walking around the floor uh, and they'll just stop. And if you ask them for a pic, man, they'll, they'll sit there and they take a picture with you. They'll talk to you for a while. It is just a freaking awesome environment. Uh, Reggie Barnett Jr. was there with his fucking belts and all his medals. He was letting people put on his belt and shit to take pictures with him. It was incredible. It was uh, it was awesome. I watched
1: his video. I watched his video of all of his predictions for uh, BKFC 17. So that it, it was pretty cool. I think yeah. he did a pretty good job on a lot of his analysis too. So I'll, I'll definitely be tuning in more to him.
0: I'm a Reggie Barnett fan, man. That guy's got a great fucking story coming into the BKFC just of his life struggles and making it there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, he, and he, you know, he's he's a great BKFC fighter. And he understands BKFC. He knows that it's not a boxing game. He knows it's a fighting game. And, you know, he's been training to become that fighter. Yeah. But, um, I'd
1: love get him O'Bannon. on
0: here. Do you think you could get him on here? Yeah, we can get him on. He's come on be before. Cool. Uh, Britton Kelly O'Bannon says hello on the comments. And <laughs> I just want to thank Britton again. Uh, we hung out with her and her husband, Bobo, and uh, Brittany Carino. Also from the Knuckle Up crew, and it was just an <laughs> awesome, awesome experience. Um sorry I'm laughing at Britt. Uh she said oh, that Bobo guy is stuck up.
2: <laughs> well, I waved at her too. Oh, well, she, she just said it you me.
0: made me way better at her, my computer. <laughs> Anyways, thank you again, Brittany, and thank you, Bobo and Brittany and Brandon Mallow and uh Drew Toppin for for having us down there. Oh, and thanks, Brian Maxwell. My hey, Brian Maxwell. Brian Maxwell, is down Maxwell. There too. We finally got to meet mm-hmm. him. Yeah. He's been a huge supporter of the show from the beginning.
2: So really it was, was awesome
0: nice. to finally get to meet Brian. And he said he's going to be fighting soon. So we hope to see him uh, at some point. Um. So yeah, anyways, let's get into BKFC uh, 17 recap. There's Mac. Oh, yeah, Mac Kohler, man. There he is in the comments too. Mac Kohler, Sam uh, Shoemaker's manager, hung out with oh, us right. all weekend. So that was phenomenal just to be able to hang out with uh, – with uh, with him and, and talk a little bit about Sam and just get his insight into business and the BKFC itself. So it was we great hanging out with, really cool with
2: us for like an hour. <laughs> What's that? We didn't line at Whataburger with us for like an hour.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was a good yeah. experience, man. Uh, oh, and Scott Bird's Burt. in the comments too. Hey, Scott Burt, we need to, we're going to put out an interview from Scott Burt, but we'll p- go ahead and pitch it here before we start the show. No. The, um the uh, induction, the hall of fame induction is going to be this month. Um, let me look up the, the date and time. Is it like 29th or something? Yeah, it's going to be this month. I'll put it up. I'll set the interview and I'll put a message of the,
2: um, whole weekend, whole weekend worth of of stuff, right?
0: Yeah. He was telling us it's going to be a whole weekend worth of stuff. He's going to have a a breakfast and, um, it's just going to be a great ceremony and, uh, we'll, the knuckle up crew will be there. Uh, both me and Sean will be traveling to Belfast, New York to, um, to attend and he said that he, we might be able to do a, a little show or a po- podcast from there so that'd be cool <laughs> yeah what's up brandon I'm... scott um oh there you go scott bird may 28th and 29th is going to be the induction ceremony and like i said we'll put out <laughs> an interview that we did with scott bird and we'll go ahead and put out the uh, the link to the website so you guys can um can uh, reserve your tickets if you want to
2: and ryan perez no we didn't fire sean uh this is He's still no, on the um, Knuckle Up show. This is these knuckles. <laughs> yeah. We started another show. Yeah, look, he's fucking gone,
0: Ryan. He's, he's gone, man.
2: These. Yeah, we never did like <laughs> that guy.
0: We I, I fired. He got
1: I fired these knuckles in his mouth, and now he's gone.
0: Ryan Perdez, I fired the two white guys and hired some two new ones. You all look the <laughs> same anyways.
1: We're just not <laughs> as rich. That's the fucking part <laughs> that sucks. Like, we all look alike, but I, I can't get, like, a million dollars. It's bullshit.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, so, uh, oh, yeah, David Morgan, man, we'll let you know. Uh, we'll have you on the show as soon as you want, brother. Uh, I'll hit you up after the show, and we can set up a date either for D's Knuckles or for the Knuckle Up podcast. Um, so let's get into BKFC 17, man. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with the main event uh, because that's what everybody really wants to talk about, I think. Uh, so what happened, man? What happened with Josh Burns? What What is you guys' um, analysis on that? Phil, you were there. What did you uh, think about it uh, while you are watching floor, live? From so,
2: the floor. So, you know, we did a quick interview at the weigh-ins with Josh Burns. He seemed pretty relaxed. Didn't seem to be faced much by the um, the change in opponent. And then we did an interview with Frank Tate. And I immediately noticed Frank Tate is a huge motherfucker, man. He is, big, he is big. He's about six four at least. And his arms are about as long as both of my arms put together. And uh, I immediately thought, uh, you know, this might be a problem. So, uh, and sure enough, that 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 reach it was the reach. Mm-hmm. He, couldn't, he couldn't get inside, and Burns couldn't get inside. And and then when he got knocked down, he had never been knocked down before. And he, he I think, he even said on his um, one of his Facebook posts that like, he was like, "What the hell was that?" Yeah, <laughs> uh, he used to be knocked down. So, uh, so yeah, man, at the reach. Yeah,
0: that's what uh, uh, Chris Lytle was talking about. He was saying that uh, you know. As long as Tate could control his reach and not go inside on um, on uh, Burns, that he was going to be able to get that victory. And that's exactly what happened, man. He wouldn't let Burns come inside. and He kept on just uh, keeping him out there and, and tagging him. What did you see uh, from the TV? From the screen,
1: uh, Tate, Frank Tate, I looked him up uh, when I was doing all my research on my picks for the card. And uh, I seen how much bigger he was because originally he was supposed to fight Zach. And we'll get into that later, but. Uh, I thought Zach was in a lot of trouble at that point. And then when he got moved to the main card, I was just like, well, I mean, we'll see. It probably could be the same guy. Well, who will get jitters? And that's what I think happened to uh, Burns is he got in there and now there was a little bit more pressure put on him because we just gave him a new opponent. And uh, he hadn't really, you don't really know anything about them guys. So he doesn't know if he's going to run a brawl or if he's going to take his time. And Frank take took his time and, you know, Landed the power shots when they needed to. He didn't go too crazy at him. He kind of, you know, usually a lot of guys get that first knockdown, and as soon as they get up, they're just like, "Yeah, let's just drop them now." And then they ruin the whole thing. They get they catch one now yeah, they get because caught. that guy's answering back with haymakers, and that didn't happen. He took his time, and that's how he pretty Dude, that much. guy is
2: super chill. be yeah, uh... with him, super mm-hmm. chill.
0: I think the view, uh, oh, okay. the viewers right now, the viewers got it right. You know, Big Ben said Burns literally never moved his head. He and did. then Judy Henry said, you know, that Tate kept on throwing that jab. And that's a uh, that's a bad combination. If you're not moving around, first off, if you keep on coming straight, you're not going to be able to avoid the jab. You know, you have to be he able never. to duck the fucking jab and then come in from an angle once you get in closer to get that punch. And uh, I think uh, that's what happened to Josh Burns. He just yeah, kept on getting caught and
2: put it on their 84-inch reach.
0: Well,
1: you got to be happy, Sick, too, man. because he was from Alabama.
2: Yeah, he was a and hometown. He came boy. out
1: to Sweet Home, Alabama yeah. by Leonard Skinner, uh, so he gets moved to the main card or to the main event in his hometown. I mean, kick ass, man. Yeah. Burns. I so, mean, that was a rough um, loss to you, but, hey, you took it like a warrior.
0: Big Ben. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. I want to get to what Ryan Perez was saying. Which I think several people uh, have said after the fight, that and even before the fight, some people were saying that Josh Burns might not be taking uh, Frank Tate as serious as he should be. Did Did you get that uh, that vibe, Phil, from uh, from Josh Burns? Well, like
2: I said, when we interviewed him, he seemed he seemed to not be phased in any any way at all. I even asked him, I was like, hey, you know, was there any any uh, different approach you might take having, having a different, significantly different opponent and style wise, especially? And uh, he said, no. I was like, let's go out there and. Take him out. I was like, all right. So he might have huh. been a little, like you said, might have been a little too relaxed.
1: Well, I'd say a lot of guys are like that, though. I've watched well, five interviews with him. Yeah. When, you, when you haven't
2: lost him. yet, you don't really know how to yeah, how yeah. to lose. So then let's so talk a big. little
0: bit about what Big Ben is saying. I don't know if you guys have had time to think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened? So initially, this was going to be a um, – Hey, do you remember me Josh asking Brent him that? Versus,
2: huh? Remember asked Tate?
0: Yeah. So yes, really initially, this was, a, this was supposed to be a uh, Josh Burns versus uh, Dylan Kleckler title eliminator. Um, and mm. even Burns told us that during the interview that even though the, the fighter was replaced, he was still under the impression there's going to be a, a title eliminator, at least for him, for his side, yep, uh, yeah. right? But he lost. So what happens now? Who who takes on the winner of Sam Shoemaker and Joey Beltran? Did, have you guys had time to think about that? <laughs> I mean,
2: you you, gotta, you have to give it to Tate. I mean, I don't think there's anybody else there to give it to. Yeah. And what about uh, – Everybody
0: else has lost. You know. So the, the fighter that off. I thought about that might be uh, might deserve a chance is Arnold Adams, who is coming off a win. He was the champ before. so And that makes sense if Joey Beltran wins.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Because that would be a rematch for the title. And that was at BK well, 16.
2: You might have time to – What about Tate matching up with him first? And that being a title eliminator, there might be enough time to get that fight in, and then, uh, and then, the winner of Shoemaker you know, she make her. she's gotta pray
0: give, for a clean fight. And, uh, give, uh, give, Tate, Tate, eight, eight? give Tate a, a title eliminator, maybe against. Yeah. Uh, well, it would have to be against Arnold Adams, maybe yeah, Chase, against Sherman. Arnold Adams. Yeah. Uh, Chase Sherman, because I don't think Dylan was, Dylan is coming up for a while. So somebody yeah, asked yeah, about Dylan. So we him. saw Dylan there. And, you know, to Dylan's credit, he he said he's never, ever, ever pulled out of a fight. And that is true. So I, I really do think that he was hurt this time. I don't I don't I don't I don't think he was faking it. I don't know the guy. I don't I'm not his doctor, but he's never been known to run from a fight. So hopefully that wasn't the case. Uh, we did see him there. He said he's going to be back. It's just, when I talked to him, I told him, because I had predicted that Kleckler was going to be the champ by the end of the year. Now that's obviously not going to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. So I talked to him about it while I was there, just off the record uh, backstage. And he said, uh, I'm like, hey, man, I had predicted you being 2021 champ. And he said it still might happen. So I have a feeling that he's going to want to come back and um, and try to get that belt, man. So I don't think Kleckler is going to be gone for too long, hopefully.
1: I think he should take on Tate. Like I, we got we're trying to act like it's going to be a quick first round knockout, and the champion's ready to fight in another couple of months.
2: It could turn no, into a saying. war. A
0: that time. is not going to be. A, that's yeah, not that's going to be. Um, I think there's
2: going to be plenty of time.
0: That's not going to be a short fight between Beltron and Sam Shoemaker. Yeah. Least, that's not what I think. Here's the thing, uh, Sam Shoemaker, like uh, not Sam Shoemaker, uh, Joey Beltron. He, you know, his freaking cardio, man. His cardio is insane, and he's a volume puncher. Sam Shoemaker, he's uh whenever he's had a, a type of fight like that, he always takes his time. He's very technical. He doesn't mean taking it the distance if there's you know technical boxing involved. So I don't think Sam Shoemaker is coming out in too much in a hurry to try to, to try to knock down Joey Beltran. I think he's fine with taking his time and making it a five round decision. So I think there's definitely a chance that Beltran versus Sam Shoemaker goes for a full five rounds. Whew.
1: That's a bold, bold prediction. So we Sam
0: Shoemaker has gone five rounds oh, no. many times, man, and still has a, a Beltron. That's true.
1: I mean, you're on the money, you're just giving everybody all the tips too early.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cody Travis says he's uh, he thinks Tate should get it. I, I wouldn't be upset about it because technically he took a fight in four days that was supposed to be a title eliminator. So If they wanted to give it to him, I'm not going to be upset about it. At least he's 1-1 and now and not coming in 0-1 to a title. Oh, and he
1: gained a fan. I'm a fan now. I like Frank Tate.
0: That's what I do, Big Ben. I read minds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Uh, You can run Kleckler and Tate as a title eliminator. Arnold Adams versus Kleckler as a title eliminator. Yeah, you you can run a couple of scenarios That's my pick.
1: That's my pick.
2: I'd
0: say... No one is beating Joey. i say Uh, Tate versus... um, Cody, you're
1: you're you're Father Times the only person's gonna take out the one and only.
0: Make it Which Terrell. Way. As soon as he can get over here, that dude is uh he's he he has a chance of taking over this fucking league as far as the heavyweight. Hey Matt Kohler, I didn't say uh Sam Shoemaker was gonna lose. I said he's gonna take it to five rounds, probably. Um <laughs> he did. Anyway, so let's uh, let's keep going a little bit. So what were some of the other things that stood out to you as far as BKFC 17?
1: From home, uh, it was when uh, the Marine, 262 bucks. That's what uh, worked out for me from home because I put uh, 150 bucks on him, uh, taking out, uh, he, he fought stamps, right? And yep. uh, I, I, I seen, I watched his Joey uh, Beltron fight And then I watched some MMA or some MMA fights, uh, by Mike, the Marine. And I was like, this is not going to go good for him. And, uh, I put the money down on it. And then, then, plus you gotta love the video of that fucking weigh in. That is the best thing I've seen in combat sports in a long time to watch two guys have perfect stance and him to do that juke, like in a movie, he came Bro, that close to his fucking nose, and he didn't budge.
0: I watched that video like five <laughs> A times. A thousand times. Dude, we just trying about, to We were about twenty feet away because I just oh, could no, not. Sure. I really could not. Um, could not get like. He had to have blinked. You know what I'm saying? I was like, he he has to have blinked. He came like this close from him. No, no fucking blink from Richmond, man. Not a nice. fudge,
1: man. That was like US <laughs> United States Marine Corps, motherfucker. So like we'll, we'll get was. that into
0: that in a little bit, Naz. We're gonna we're gonna get into the uh the Mallow versus Washington thing that happened after the show. If you guys don't know, we were right in front of it. Uh, yeah, it and was, then we were we'll, supposed it, to be recording one. We were gonna we watch the fights online. We were recording. We we caught Mallow's hat snapping back if you if you didn't tell on the video. Uh but yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit. Uh so for me, the thing that stood out, and I know uh Ryan, you talked about it earlier, and you you uh you kind of uh you're not treating it at the same as I am, you don't feel it the same as I am. Zach Zach Kalmas, (laughs) man.
1: Zach Kalmus go on your rally and I'll 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 debate this because I I became
0: I became a fan, all right. I I love his energy and everything, but the dude came out and whatever you want to say about it, Bobo rocked them many times. And this dude kept on Knocked getting down several times. Yeah. You have guys going on there. They get punched once and quit on the fucking stool or quit right there on the ground. He's and not Zach got up five fucking times. That guy is my new freaking hero.
2: Dude, that whole place was on his side by the time by the time he got up to the last the last time he got up. That, that place went me. nuts, man.
1: I, I was not on It, side cra- it was crazy.
2: Like I got I said he was he was uh uh, unique to say the least. At well, the I way watched in, him on the in, way in.
1: The, yeah. I on the, on the, the, it was Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay tryouts. And I watched him on there and <laughs> yeah, yeah. for like four minutes about yeah. how uh, he's got big hands and his uncle had big hands. And uh, he's like, uh, I still love wrestling. He came out with a freaking uh, Austin 316 fucking shirt on. And I'm like, are they <laughs> making this a joke? And I'm like, I, we're, is he really just this kind of crazy? And it turned out he was that kind of crazy. Yeah. So uh, once I noticed that, then I'm, I'm like, man, I can only imagine what this guy's going to do. out. Oh, he's just going to go out I'm like, ah! it is what I figured. And uh, then when I seen, you know, stamps uh, or not stamps, but uh, Tate moved up to the main event, I said, all right, let's take a look at, you know, who are they going to pick up? And then Bobo was announced. And I was like, well, that he's just going to destroy this guy. He's too big because he's even taller than uh, his last opponent. And uh, so at that point, I can't wait to watch Zach just because I I thought it was hilarious in the video. And then when he gets in there, he does exactly the craziness, tells the camera that if, uh, if he could die today, today would be the best day of his life. And I was like, damn, that's a pretty solid pick. But uh, he went crazy in there. And the only part Dude, I didn't he, like he is that referee. Like a referee, if you're going to stop a fight with a guy standing, he's done. Okay? So that, that was the only part I didn't like about the fight. Uh, Zach, you're a first part of knuckles, though. The standing. Yeah.
0: You said it on a Facebook earlier. I don't know who you were talking to. But you said that should Zach have come back after that uh, count, that standing count, and won, Bobo O'Bannon would have had the right to be really pissed about that because he could have knocked him down and the ref stopped him on his feet.
1: Yeah, that's with you Now,
0: let's talk a little bit about Bobo, though, man. Bobo looked a lot better this time, even though he took the fight in short notice. He looked really good. Uh, I rewatched some of the fight today when I was trying to make that little promo for our Wednesday. Wednesday, Mm -hmm. don't forget, everybody, we have uh, an interview with um, Zach and Bobo at the same time, fight of the night in BKFC 17. So that's going to be really interesting um I, I'll but watch. uh
1: i'm going to watch
0: dude when i was <laughs> doing a little promo i was looking at uh bobo and his strikes were on point he wasn't uh, he, he was throwing a lot of punches but his punches were connecting he
2: was rushed good, good for him he needed that win too to be honest with you. he really needed that win so good for him
1: well he was rushed it, it, yeah. anytime yeah. you're gonna fight somebody that's gonna throw you know crazy Fist at you all the time i mean i don't think he took too much damage he might have got hit with like one or two but i i'm gonna guess that bobo didn't really take too much damage because a lot of those no. things look like uh you know yeah they were punches and they hit but they weren't like solid they weren't uh it, zach doesn't really have too much professional the uh, training i would guess i know he's got one uh boxing match that he has a win over that he beat the guy in the first round and that's where i kind of made my I know that he's just a crazy man and he's just going to go out there and throw some haymakers. And uh, so he does have that one part, but Bobo came in there and just dealt with it really fast. He adjusted to somebody who was going to be very aggressive, uh, which is pretty common in bare knuckle for sure. And I think he handled it like a professional and did exactly what I think he's still amazed that Zach can take that much of a beating.
0: Yeah, and uh, Brittany Carino said uh, his whole face and energy was different, and I do agree with that. Uh, Bobo came in there this time. He came in confident, like like he knew he could beat this guy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, it, was, it was a great match for Bobo and much improvement from his side, and I can't wait to see him again, man, honestly.
1: Zach or Bobo?
0: Um, yeah, and uh, let's go back real quick. Big Ben, you're right. So that eight mm-hmm. count was a mistake. Uh, they were even talking about it during the uh, – when the fight was happening, I went and watched the fight again. And Chris Lytle and all them were talking about how th- that's not legal and Yeah, so, that's, uh, that's you know. what I
1: thought. All right. Yeah.
0: Andrew Tompins in the comments. Hey, Andrew Toppin, Hey, thanks for hanging out with us this weekend, man. It was awesome to see you there and uh, can't wait to see you fight, man. So uh, that he was, he was really cool there at the fights too. Another one of those fighters, like I said, you know, they're all really super cool they're down to earth. Andrew Toppin was there and hanging out with us. So that was awesome. Uh, so let's go into what people want to talk about in the comments, Mallow versus Washington. What happened? So here's what we saw happen. We, uh, we saw a couple of videos, but we were actually, as uh, big Ben said, we were doing an interview with, uh, who's probably going to be the champ. Uh, I think I love Lorenzo hunt, man. So I'm calling him, uh, going for that title, a title match. And I call him winning. So, uh, but we were interviewing Lorenzo hunt and, uh, right behind us, All of a sudden, we just saw, well, I didn't see him because my head was turned, but Phil saw Mallow take a punch from Washington. Uh, Lorenzo Hunt turns around, plays security. He goes in and plays Bouncer, helps everybody kind of break the thing apart. Uh, And uh, so afterwards, uh, you know, we were talking to Mallow. And so I know that uh, Mission Accomplished, they got a video out there too. They caught some of the action as well. So go out and watch it on their YouTube. Um
1: oh, it's all over. They've probably already seen that.
0: Yeah. Uh we got one where we caught the actual Mallow's head snapping back and they caught mm. it from the other side. I don't think they caught the punch, but they caught the the pre everything that happened previous to that. What was it? Um, what was it, was it, it sounds like Mallow was talking shit. Look, here's the thing Mallow talks a lot of shit. So you expect that at some point Malo, somebody's gonna come up to Mallow's face, <laughs> right? So but what I will say is that if you watch the videos and you kind of try to listen to what was happening, it sounded like Washington did say. Let's fucking take it outside, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I saw. That's kind of what I heard. So Mallow was following him. Now, I don't know what happened in between there because when uh, when I turned around to see what had happened, Washington said, don't ever fucking touch me. So I don't well, know here's if- what
2: I saw. I, I was I actually saw he was walking away, and it uh, looked like Mallow grabbed his shirt to get his attention, to say something else to him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And as soon as he did that, he kind of pulled, pulled away with his shirt and then immediately, then decided he was going to punch him, and turned around and and punched him.
0: Yeah. So I th- so, really? I'm assuming that Washington did want to take it outside, and Mallow was following him. Mallow grabbed onto something. He was going to talk mm-hmm. some more shit. I don't know. So uh, I'm going to say that I think Mallow was kind of sucker punched because just let him he thought, he he's already said it in his he's already said it. He thought they were going outside, so he was following. And then Washington turned around and, and and punched him. Some people say that he wasn't sucker punched because, you know, he was the one going towards Washington. I don't know. I just see it as if you tell me, let's take it outside, and I follow behind you, and then you turn around and punch me. I got sucker punched. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so now Mallow is talking how he wants to fight against Washington. Uh, but I'm not sure Mallow can go up but to 185.
1: See, you guys had all the people there. You could have just directed them right out into the parking lot and had a new event. <laughs> that night and made even more money. That would have been
0: fun. Uh, yeah, so Naz says, you know, he uh he thinks Mallow he thinks Washington uh, snuck a punch in there. So mm-hmm. um and that's kind of what I think, especially when I say like I said, like I think yeah, it looked so like Mallow was following him outside, it. so we'll see. Uh but what do you guys think out there? Do you guys think that um uh, who do you think was in the wrong here? Do you think Washington snuck that punch in there or do you no, think uh, you know Mallow should have got punched. I don't know. Like I said, Mallow that says no. At some point, Mallow is going to get punched anyways, even if it's another one, another, uh, somebody aside from Washington, because he does talk mm-hmm. a lot of shit. We love him, but he talks a lot of shit. Um, yeah. I think it is funny, like Big Ben said, that uh, after that whole thing happened, Lorenzo Hunt came back to finish the interview. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, all cool and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, all calm. He's like, yeah, you know, I I'd, I'd done my fighting for tonight, and sometimes yeah. I have to go in there and play bouncer, but
1: what a shocker. I wonder how many side fights there are. at the. Was there any other fights that you guys saw that guys got into that didn't get, you know? We, we don't know what happened.
0: happened. We heard that there was another thing that happened in the parking lot where somebody, yeah. a body yeah. slammed somebody else, and the dude ended up having to be carried into a truck, but that's all rumor. Yeah. We're not sure how, yeah. if it happened, or who did it.
2: Hey, uh, Drew. I, I didn't say Mallow was... grabbed him. Mellow like, kind of cr- tugged on his shirt to get his attention.
1: He didn't really so, grab him.
2: Yeah. He just tugged on his shirt a little bit and get to get his attention. Anyway, I don't think that necessarily deserved a punch in the face, but uh, like you said, you know, <laughs> I like Mallow. He just talk a lot of shit, so eventually somebody's going to take a swing at him. Yeah.
0: So it's Scott Farley and the Drew Toppin are both saying, and they're both there. Uh, we're both yeah. saying that Mallow didn't touch him. So it, and that's what I'm saying. If Mallow didn't touch him, and Mallow would really fall on him outside, to me, he got sucker punched. Somebody I, I grabbed don't think his I shirt cool from Washington.
2: <laughs> Somebody grabbed um, his shirt. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't Mallow, but Mallow was the only one behind him. So, yeah. Either way, it wasn't. And you know, and a punch in the face. Quentin Henry, like, though.
0: Quentin hey. Henry stepped in too. So props to Quentin Henry for for having his teammates back. You know, yeah. that's that's always good to know that. Should some shit happen to you, your teammates gonna have your back. I'm not saying that all this was kosher, and I and I support Mallow or I support Washington. I'm just saying that it's nice to be there and know that your team's gonna. Uh,
1: I know right now. I don't really know either guy, so I'll go okay. Team uh, Mallow.
0: That's uh, Goat Combat Agency. That's who they are. Cool. Uh, and right. shout out to Goat, GOAT Combat Agency, anyways, because Goat Combat Agency was hanging out we with us the whole team night. Team. They were really cool. They were really made back, down to earth, and so uh, it, those guys were really impressive. So, all right. Um, so, anyway, so what about what else on BKFC seventeen uh, stood out to you guys? Anything else? Uh, I
2: don't believe there was any, and none of the fights went the distance, did they?
0: None. Nope. No. That none. None part. went to the um. That was to the shit, judges. Dude. So that was an awesome card. If you shit, want, dude. if That's you fun. want to get into BKFC, we didn't. This see is a card to watch. Yep. We, we didn't, didn't see tell a you third why. round
1: until the co-main event.
0: We in
1: the third round yet until the co-main event.
0: Also, you know, not since we have fighters in the comments, I would like to know this. Um. Tate was a uh, he's an Alabama boy. So I'm wondering, does um home court advantage play into uh combat sports? Do you does does it help the uh the home home court guy, you know what I'm saying? Uh to, to be there and to have the fans cheering for him? Before 2020? I think it depends on the
2: fighter. I think it depends on the fighter. If if it's a type of fighter who feeds off the crowd, feeds off the hype, mm-hmm. then yeah, but Tate was super relaxed. So I really don't think it played a factor at all in for him. Now he might have been happy to have his family and stuff there, but uh, you saw how chill he was when we interviewed him. Hmm. He just, looked just as relaxed when he first got in the, into into the ring too. He's a really chill guy. Now some people get super hype, and it, I think it would be an advantage for some fighters, but I, I don't really think it was an advantage or made a difference in this fight.
0: Uh, so Brittany does does bring out uh, sorry ass sorrow <laughs> <laughs> getting laid down again. Uh, I will say though that. Uh, Kakar looked impressive, dude. That guy looks. That smooth. was a
1: hell of a comeback. I thought he was done. Yes. I thought he was done, dude. He got smacked hard, yeah. and I was just like, "Oh, that's over." That when, he, when
2: he got spun around, I thought it was over. Yeah, quick. it was Randy. over.
0: But uh, Kakar not only won that fight, he actually won an entire country, man. Because all of Pakistan, mm-hmm. they they're, they're starting to watch Kakar because somebody from their uh country won.
2: Oh, so that, yeah, that, that helped was... out
0: not just Kakar, but the BKFC, man, to, to get some international fans in Pakistan. Uh, we did an interview with Kakar uh, last – I don't know if it was last week or the week before, and it got a few views, right, on YouTube. After the Kakar victory, that thing shot up. So – and and we got a lot of followers from Pakistan and stuff. So, uh, you know, awesome for Kakar and awesome for Pakistan that that they got a, yep. a winner in there. So that that was definitely a highlight of the night. That was a better
1: fight than the Bobo and Zach.
0: Ooh, I don't know about that, man.
2: It was. It was a better fight. They were both fight. really good fights. There, there was Those
1: guys really landed fights. some real punches, and they did some real – for a guy to take a hit yeah, like that, but, but, ooh, but that was even, hard.
0: Yeah, but Sorrow kind of fell down. Somebody even saying that he might have fucking just wanted to get out of there, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, um,
0: no, you don't want
1: to lose like that, especially if you just nail somebody. You're pissed off you lose that way. You had it that close to your fingertips of getting the W and, you know, fall apart. So, no, he didn't drop for him.
0: So, uh, before we get out of here, before we go to our who deserves these knuckles, I do want to ask one more question. Uh, I don't think we got into this during the Kalmaz and Bobo talk. Do you guys think that Kalmaz's corner should have stopped that fight? That's a good question,
2: man, because he took an ass whooping bad. Well, you know, my answer is
0: yes.
1: I mean, I I just don't think he had a corner. I don't think the guy really has like a – does he have a team? Or did he come there by himself and he was Happy Gilmore and they provided him with everything? Game as caddy? I mean, I I don't think he – I think he came there by himself. So the only person to throw the towel was him because the other people probably didn't really know him. I I don't know. Was there anybody in his corner?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, they, he had a corner, but you have to yeah. Have a corner yeah, don't you?
1: Yeah, but um, did, like, was it just, like, hey, I don't know, I don't you know. want, want know. and uh, hey,
0: Phil, maybe they need pop. Hey, you know, the that's thing the is the that if, if is that's right. the case, and then the BKFC needs to do a little bit better job. I don't think I that is the case, so. but because uh, the corner is there to help you out. Uh, yeah, it, but it, you got a guy it, that's it, kind just of wild like that,
2: and you know he's kind of crazy like that, and he tells you don't stop this fight.
0: Yeah. Whoa, now,
2: that? granted, I How? think it should have been stopped. It could have been stopped three no, or four times. Bobo stopped stopped easily.
0: Just, just like should've Bobo's saying right there, a fighter, a fighter will always say no to stopping the fight. Exactly. That's yeah, so why. so his corner is, is there. I think is to protect the fighters sometimes from yeah. from their own ego because they don't want to um they don't want to do that. They, the fighters do not want to quit, especially when they're warriors like these guys. You know what I'm saying? If you if you have bare knuckle fighters who have been in bare knuckle more than one fight, hey, and more than one round. Oh. Yeah. You know that they're not going to pussy yeah. out of a fight. Oh okay. heck no! You know what I'm well, These the, guys are the true fucking gladiators, uh, bare knuckle fighters. He's no well, chop And chop. the
1: best thing, the, the other <laughs> that the best thing about Bobo in that fight, I mean, since you're watching, that I thought was that you dealt with a guy that wasn't going to stop, uh, which is pretty hard uh, because guys like him don't throw with much power, but they're they're never going to quit, and that's when you have to watch out and not spend too much on your gas tank because then you get caught by somebody you've been beating the living crap out of for a long time. And then I feel bad for you because it's actually the chin that saves the, the fighter that actually was losing in the actual sport or the actual game of striking. It, he's losing ninety nine to five, and then all of a sudden he catches you
0: on the chin. You're it like, "That was you pretty know. much Chris Lieben his entire career, wasn't yes, it?"
1: Yes, <laughs> You know, uh, and that's how it works, and it kind of sucks for that. So that, to me, when you have a stand up, you know, like we've already talked about, a stand up stoppage is like, okay, if this was not a game and this wasn't the fucking ring, you'd be dead.
0: Yeah, and that right? uh, so bubble- should be stopped. Bobo is saying the right thing, you know. what I'm saying he's a fighter, and he yeah. knows that fighters are not going to stop. So you got to have somebody in that corner that that's going to be there for you in those times when you need it. So I think I thought it should have been stopped. I, I I know he's a warrior, and he he kept on wanting to come forward, but I just think at some point you have to um, you have to look out for the fighter as well and his future because you know if he sustains a really bad injury, I mean this guy's uh, career might be done, you know. And so. Yeah he's trying to make some money too. So I, I I think it should have been stopped, but uh, I'm not his corner and I'm not the fighter. So I'm not going to speak for him. It's just what I think. But anyways, let's go up to who deserves these knuckles. I know we already have a comment in there. Uh, Mario Lopez (laughs) can get these knuckles. He shouldn't be anywhere near combat sports. In fact, (laughs) everything about Triller can get these knuckles.
2: Tyler. That might be better than what we have. (laughs)
0: Uh, No kidding. Ryan, you want to go first? Uh,
1: Give me a second. Come on, I'll go
2: cuz I got mine ready.
1: Oh, Yo, you know not get these knuckles? Yeah.
2: The fucking beer vendors at BKFC 17, they I ran out of freaking beer after like the third or fourth fight. Whoa. There was night, have what, been the start of the
1: show. That's an introduction. We, were, we ended up
2: drinking a uh, hard seltzer and uh, Tito's and lemonade yeah. cuz that's all they had. How do you run out of beer at And not even halfway through the event. fucking event, dude? That was nuts. That was horse shit. At anyway, a guy's event, it was, like, yes, well, I, it, wasn't, you know, even, it I, wasn't even as crowded as the other events I've been to, and so I was like, How do they run out of beer? So, all the beer vendors or whoever organized the beer amount of beer that they should have had, you get these knuckles.
1: Oh, well, in, to even relate to that topic, BKFC has to really start doing some time in these events and making sure that they quit stopping with these stupid uh ringing the bell and the referee doesn't even know the fucking rounds over. Uh, another error I see yeah, fight, the second fight had the same names as the first fight. So, like, the guy didn't even get his name in the corner with the time when he won. I, I forget uh, what is is the second...
0: Your, is this yeah. your D's Knuckles, or...?
1: I, no, it's just off of his. It's a, it,
0: well, okay, well, it's let's, it's let's go not. to D's Knuckles. What's your D's Knuckles? So. Alright.
1: Mine, I will have to go on the aspects of the weather my softball league we got kicked out last week because it rained all day and it's supposed to rain this way so mother nature i'm gonna have to give you these knuckles
0: uh so real quick eric d'angelo was there and they had so many bottles of titos he was he says that is true i wonder if they ran out of beer or if they were just trying to push the fucking titos because <laughs> every time that's, i went up there i go Do you have like, No, fight. we got titos that's the but anyway the before fight. we end the show uh, I'll give you my who deserves these knuckles. And for me, these knuckles are going to Phil this time. Ooh. Because one... Is this about your fucking he, camera? Look, Phil was, <laughs> Phil was recording the interview with Lorenzo Hunt, alright? Okay, I'll take that one. I'll, uh, I was, I had the microphone, we heard the commotion go on in the back, and if you watch our video, you can hear me going, film it, film it, film it, film it, because Phil, instead of filming it, he kept the camera on me while he's watching the fucking fight. <laughs> So, we missed some of the freaking covers there. Right, so, Phil, because you fucked up getting getting the uh, post-fight fight, you, my friend. I want to be the referee.
2: Right. I'm the
0: referee. I'm the I referee. Just,
2: I deserve that one.
0: So, anyways, thank you very much, everyone, for watching again today. Excited, this man. has been These Knuckles, your BKFC uh, podcast here, with uh, brought to you by the Knuckle Up Media crew. We are here every Monday, giving them the break for uh, one of the days on the week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed Mm -hmm. the show thank you for engaging with us it has been great Uh, Bobo we can't (laughs) wait to have you on Uh, you and Zach uh, just a fucking all out war and uh, it was just it was a great fight man so I can't wait for you guys to come on on Wednesday so make sure you guys tune in Wednesday 8pm Eastern time uh, to talk to Bobo and to Zach Kalmas about their fight thank you everyone and we will see you here again uh, next Monday